The Premier League is back, and with it, some brand new faces. That's the topic of today's conversation. Join me, join the conversation, on this week's episode of the Slabstocks FC Show. What's going on, everyone? I'm Andrew at St. Croix Cards, and it is great to be back with all of you on another edition of the Slabstocks FC Show. I know it's been a while, and I apologize But our last episode that was due to air a couple weeks ago fell right on the national card show week. And the Slabstocks team, including myself, was in Rosemont, and it was just a fabulous time. So thank you for understanding. I had a lot of people reach out asking for episodes and when it was coming. And you know what? Here it is. The Premier League is back. And with it, the community shield that kicks everything off, right? And how great is it that Arsenal comes away with the Community Shield win. And I know, I know people are going to sit there and talk and say it's just a preseason trophy. But if we would have lost, it would have been like, yep, see, Man City is still better than Arsenal. If anything, psychologically, I think it does for a lot for Arsenal. Uh, Psychologically, it did a lot for me as I'm looking forward to another season. And you know what? There's always hope. Uh, And I have hope and and even more hope now that we were able to, to squeak out that penalty win. But really, today is all about the new faces in the Premier League, a couple of names, a couple of guys who have come in from other leagues who could make a massive difference at the top end of the table. And the first person that we got to start talking about is Jasko Vardiol, the center back from the Bundesliga, from RB Leipzig. Here he comes to Manchester City, made the move for $98 million. Just some of these transfer fees is just mind-boggling to me. Uh, but I think Vardiel does a massive job at improving the defense for Manchester City. And a lot of people who are looking, who are not fans of City, are looking at that back line going, yeah, that just made you a lot better. And and the title defense is is there. And, and City is going to, to make it a rough one on a lot of teams uh, throughout the Premier League. We know they can score goals. We know that they can put the ball, ball in the back of the net. Holland did that all last year. Uh, here, adding to the defense, locking down that defense could make things very difficult for a lot of teams across the Premier League. During the, his Bundesliga year last year, 30 games, had a goal, but we know he's a center back. His goal, his job is not to score goals, even two goals in six Champions League appearances. His goal, uh, his job, his prerogative is to, to stop the other team from scoring goals, and he does that very well. We saw that in the World Cup for Croatia, just a fabulous tournament for Vardiel, and now he has his move to City. Card that I want to talk about is the 2021-2022 Topps Chrome Bundesliga. This is the Purple Auto PSA 10 out of 199. Now, there's no other comps that I want to look at. This is a pop one, but I thought this was really intriguing. This August 6th sale for $200 out of 199 is still a very high serial number. And so for me, it's an interesting, you know, people seem to be excited about Vardiel's move. It, you know, that Topps Chrome Bundesliga also has the, the RC logo, the RC sticker on it. And it's a PSA 10 again. Uh, so you're going to pay a little bit more or a premium for that for that card. But it got me to thinking even like, and I don't know quite the, the prices on Topps Chrome Bundesliga from 21 to 22. Uh, but even if they're not extremely expensive, like if you can pull a Vardiel auto. Uh, Vardiel Auto out of it. I think there might be some room in it. If if I'm not mistaken, correct me if I'm wrong. 21 and 22 would still have, you know, Bellingham in it and Holland. 
I don't know what those boxes do, but it was interesting to me and kind of a light bulb went off saying, you know, sometimes you, you see a little bit of a, a cheaper rip for, for Bundesliga, but you'd have to correct me. I'm not a big opener of packs, so you'd have to let me know that as well. But I thought 200 was a very, very solid price for a center back because we know that they don't command the most uh, the most from from other positions in the Premier, uh, Premier League or just in soccer in general. We know that, that the hobby tends to move towards the goal scorers, and that's that. but that $200, I think, is a, is a pretty solid and a pretty healthy sale for Vardial. If, if that's too much for you, if you're like, you know, I'm not going to pay $200 on a PSA 10 purple out of $199, I still think there's some really cool options out there. One of those is just the new release, the 2023 Topps Museum Collection. There's some very interesting patches and autos for Vardial. I know it's not his rookie, I, but to, to find those kind of two color or even three color with some of the kits uh, patches and then have the auto as well. I, I get some of people like, like myself, you know, I do want and, and look for game worn if I can. I don't believe that museum is game worn. I do believe they're player worn. Again, I uh, don't, you know, I, correct me if I'm wrong, but even, you know, out of 299, you can get a really, really nice, dual patch auto for around 42 to 43 dollars uh you know these two sales one sale these are all raw august 5th 43 dollars and 89 cents and then august uh uh, august 5th as well you had one sell for 42 dollars and 83 cents so just roughly around 43 dollars you could get a really nice two patch auto of josco vardio and he's going to kind of slot into that center back position for man city and if they're winning uh he's going to be kind of front and center on 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 doing his part to make sure that they uh are keeping the 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 goals out of the net out of their own net so one to watch i think it's a big move massive move money wise but i think it's great and it's a good fit for city as a whole uh second one that i think uh, has kind of flown a little under the radar it happened very early in the transfer window but coming out of syria uh is is sandro tonali 23 year old midfielder going to newcastle big transfer fee for newcastle as well 76 million dollars uh, and he had a really, really great season for uh, for Milan. Uh, Syria, uh, 34 games, two goals, seven assists. Champions League, he had 12 games in the Champions League and had three assists. Uh, more of a defensive midfielder, but but you know, I I like what City uh, with uh, what Newcastle has done in the structure of their team. Last year, they were one of the best defensive teams in the Premier League. And then you had Gamera's, uh, the Brazilian uh, kind of set defensive mid. And now you throw Tenali in there as well. And, and you know, the midfield looks very strong uh, for Newcastle. This is a Newcastle team that also has Champions League to look forward to this year. Uh, and they made a lot of progress last year uh, under Eddie Howe. And, and I think they're going to push forward. And you, you still look at, you know, some of their signings in in the, in the front. I mean, Isak last year was hurt for the first half, looked really good on the second half. Uh, but the, the sneaky one up front too, I think is, is Harvey Barnes. So you, you know, you're going to have some offensive firepower and now you have some really grit and steel in the midfield. I don't think Newcastle is going anywhere. I think they're going to be up and around that top five or top four all year long. I just think, you know, they've built themselves a very good team and, and really even being financially conservative if you if you will in a in a market where Arsenal's paying 132 million dollars for Declan Rice you know to bring Sandro Tonali in for 76 million uh, we'll have to see how he kind of transitions his game from Syria to the Premier League but I really like that move for Newcastle I think it's a great signing and, and could do well for them moving forward uh, now one of those cards that I think is is just an interesting card it's not a rookie card but again autos of Sandro Tonali 2021-2022 tops Merlin uh, Chrome, uh, this is his uh, U23 auto. They're numbered to 25, and we just had two sales recently, raw sales, 
uh, just sell here over the past couple weeks. Uh, uh, June 28th, that card sold for $100. And now we've seen that card sold August 4th. Now, these are raw copies, not graded, for $56. Uh, you know, there's there was some kind of buildup in pricing, and as transfers go, you tend to see kind of cards spike as they get they transferred, and then they kind of come back down to earth. But out of 25 for 56 dollars for a midfielder who's still 23 years old, uh, who has a lot of potential and could fit really well into the Newcastle system, uh, I think that is something to kind of look at. And not just the Merlin Chrome, like there are other cards out there that you can kind of take a look at as well. You got to go all the way back to 2019, 2020 for his rookie card. He's in Panini Chronicles. Uh, the XR, uh, this is the rookie red. I picked two PSA 9s that we could take a look at. Uh, June uh, 26, a PSA, uh, a PSA 9 uh, XR rookie red. These are out of 99 sold for $123.63. Uh, if you fast forward into the middle of July, a couple weeks before the national, uh, another XR uh, red out of 99 sold July 12th. This is a PSA nine as well, sold for $181.50. So some of that rookie stuff, some of that numbered stuff, I think people are starting to look out for as somebody who could fit into that, that Newcastle team and, and perform very well. But only time will tell how that transition looks and how he'll do moving forward. But we're going to step out of the midfield. We're going to get out of the, you know, we had one center back, we had one midfielder, and now we're going to move into two forwards that I think we really need to discuss. And the first one is Nicholas Jackson, 22-year-old forward from Villarreal, from uh, La Liga. And I, I just really, you know, watching a little bit of him last year, thought he had a really, really positive jump forward uh, for him. Uh, he's made the move to Chelsea. Now, young forward moving to Chelsea. I mean, you could say young player moving anywhere and people will predict that they're moving to Chelsea. But he moved to Chelsea for $38 million. Now, I thought this was a steal. The moment I saw this go down, I, I texted Aaron and was like, hey, I think you got a steal in Nicholas Jackson. This kid can play. This kid can play the forward position. And he has been pretty promising in preseason. I thought, you know, he played really, really well in preseason. Uh, the whole, you know, the link up play with some of the other young players. Uh, he set up Modric uh, here in the U.S. for a really great goal. Uh, and this is coming off a year where in La Liga he had, he played 26 games and had 12 goals and four assists. So played extremely well there, very productive. And now Chelsea's looking at this kind of conundrum of what do we do at center forward? What do we do at the, the forward position? And I think Nicholas Jackson is the guy. You know, I, I don't see Lukaku coming back. Uh, there's been, you know, Juventus doesn't want him. Um, Inter Milan doesn't want him. Uh, Chelsea doesn't want him. And so I don't think you're going to see him wind up playing forward for Chelsea anytime soon. And uh, Nkunku has just been, you know, MCL stuff. And he's out for, I think, 12 weeks at least. Uh, and I know he wouldn't play the center forward role anyway, but there is going to be a need and a hole that needs to be filled. And I think Nicholas Jackson will do an extremely good job at that. Now, the th interesting thing about our next two, including Nicholas Jackson, is there's not a whole lot of cards out there for Nicholas Jackson. One of the places that you can look is 2022-2023 Select La Liga. Now, I, I think he's in Chronicles as well, and there might be a couple others now that they're starting to roll out. But the Select La Liga uh, is where we kind of see kind of those first cards, that, that RC logo. Uh, and the card that I picked is, is raw again because to get him to PSA or to SGC or to, to Beckett and, and back in time just isn't realistic, is not going to happen uh, you know, at this point. Maybe some will start to trickle in right now. But his tie-dye prism, this is a tie-dye prism in Select uh, in 2022, is numbered out of 35, sold July 24th 
for $103.50. Now this is just pre, pre-national uh, and, and so pretty high price. And then August 1st, uh, another Prism tie-dye. And I know if you're watching at home on the screen, uh, they have mislabeled this one. It's not out of 49, it's out of 35. Uh, you can go back to the original listing and look at it. The back picture does state that it's out of 35 and the, the, the tie-dyes are out of 35. And that might've had some effect on the price being out of 35 and out of being 40 or 49. But August 1st, it sold for $76 with raw. So for, for a player who's really only had that really one kind of slight breakout year. It wasn't that as if he scored 20 or 30 goals. He wasn't putting in the goals like uh, uh, Valera Balogun was doing in, in the, in league one with uh, in France, but, but he had a productive year with Billy Real. People are, are turning their attention. He's at a big stage with a big club at Chelsea. He's going to be asked to produce. And, and from all that we've seen in preseason, He's more than capable of doing it. So some some interesting, if you kind of keep track of him, you know, there is always that opportunity, you know, as te- as players, any of these players make moves. It's sometimes very different to difficult to establish yourself in a new league. It's going to take time. And, and I think as a hobby, we want to, what have you, we, we kind of act as, what have you done for me lately? Nicholas Jackson comes in. If he has a couple games where he struggles, I think the market will turn a little bit and there might be an opportunity to say, you know what, I'm a Chelsea fan or I just like Nicholas Jackson, or maybe you're even in a, if I buy here at X, you know, at X point, I can resell it at a higher point, whatever, whatever your play is here. I think, you know, some of these guys are just kind of, you know, keep these names in in your head and say, okay, how are they performing? And if you believe in the player, I've said this many, many times, if you believe in the player, it shouldn't matter if they have a, a little bit of a rough stretch. You believe in them enough to see it through the stretch because everybody has has you know goalless droughts. I and mean, we've seen it from Holland, we've seen it from Mbappe, we've seen it from Ronaldo, and we've seen it from Messi. You know, so if you can kind of get through those kind of, and I'm not comparing any of these young players to those four, but I'm just saying as a, as a hobby, we need to kind of sit back and look and say, okay, am I re- willing to ride the storm if I believe in the player? And so if you believe in Nicholas Jackson, there might be a time where he's not scoring all that many goals, and you can kind of maybe get one or two of a, of a really nice tie-dye prism out of select La Liga for an affordable price. If, if, if there is a price that point that you got to, got to have it at. So Nicholas Jackson, tie-dye prism. And then the other one too, is if you're not even dealing with a tie-dye prism, even some of the, the non-number stuff from select La Liga is doing well. These are again, ungraded, but we're looking at the 2022, 2023 select La Liga. This is the Mojo prism. So it has like a purple and then has the kind of the, the weird dynamic going on in the back, the Mojo kind of look. July 31st, one sold for $20 raw. And then August 5th, one sold for $15 raw. So not, I mean, a little bit of a decrease in in the price point, which is interesting because the tie-dye decreased in value a little bit from July to August. And so did the Mojo Prisms. Uh, But Nicholas Jackson, definitely one to watch. I'd keep my my eye on him and Chelsea as they look to kind of mesh and mold that very, very young team. And, you know, I think they made the right choice with the Reese James captaincy choice. You know, I know he's he's had his injuries uh, in the past, but if you want a leader, I think Reese James is, is a good one to have. And we'll see kind of how he can lead that team on the field if he can stay on the field, but how he can lead that team forward. And I think, you know, as quickly as they can mesh, there's a lot of talent on that team. And there's a lot of talent now in the academy for what Chelsea has been doing. Uh, So as you know, I I think they're one to watch out for. I know they kind of get the finger poked at them and and laughed at because of, you know, all the transfers that have have happened. But I think, you know, the, the talent that they are 
kind of pulling together. And, and for Nicholas Jackson, if he works out, $38 million is and could be a very, very, very good price for Chelsea. Now, last but not least, I want to take a look at Rasmus Hoyland. Uh, again, you want to talk Nicholas Jackson for $38 million. He moves from Syria A to Manchester United for $82 million. So 32 games last year in Syria A. He had nine goals and four assists. Uh, and he looked extremely good in some of the international uh, international games that he played for Denmark. Uh, had a good hat trick in in a, in a in a in a game here a couple quite a few months ago now. Uh, but kind of put the world on notice of who Rasmus Hoyland is. So here he comes to Manchester United, and they are in need of a forward. I mean, Rashford does not want to play in the center. I think his best position is out on the left. That's just me. Uh, but I think they want and and we're not going to put Martial, and we're not going to put uh, is it Veghorst. Was there. He is now gone. So there is a gaping hole there in the center forward position. And I think Hoyland could fit that very well. Still just 20 years old. Uh, but really for, for $82 million on nine goals and four assists, uh, there is high expectations at Manchester United with him. And it's only time is going to tell. And with the high expectations, we also see some very, very high prices. He is now at a, a top club in Manchester United. People are excited about this kid. And here you see some of those prices are just pretty high uh, for what he's been able to accomplish in the past year or so 2022 2023 this is panini chronicles this is the optic rated rookie blue so this is out of 49 uh, it is a raw copy they haven't been graded yet but august 3rd one sold raw for 455 50, let's try that again 455 dollars and 99 cents and then fast forward two days and one sold for 475 dollars so pretty pretty incredible with the prices that uh hoyland is is, is grabbing in the hobby. But again, you look at Vardiel versus, you know, center back versus goal scorer. And here's somebody who has the potential to be very good and productive on a Manchester United team. And you can see the price point is, is extremely high. So that's the blue optic. And then if you're interested in, you know, maybe something out of select Syria, he's also in the select Syria uh, that came out here just a couple months ago. This is his purple prism out of 49. Again, you're going to see some pretty high prices, you know, this uh, August 6th, a raw copy of this purple prism out of 49 sold for $242 and 50 cents. And then on August 50, uh, 5th, you saw one sell for $276 and 85 cents. So we're kind of, you know, in the, in the mid two fifty ish range uh, for Hoyland for his selects here out, out of 49. Uh, and so maybe, maybe it's one that, you know, as, as other copies come out and I know that there's some supply and demand, there's not a ton of his rookies out there. So be mindful and watchful, but this is just four new faces to the premier league. So all four of these guys were outside the premier league coming back now into the premier league. There may need some time to adapt. Not everybody can hit the ground running like uh, Holland did last year. And there were, even if you remember preseason last year, people were saying he was going to struggle in, in the premier league. He obviously did not. Uh, and so there's hope that some of these these four guys are going to hit the ground running and play extremely well. But I think for every Holland, you might find somebody that, you know, like Skamaka for West Ham, who just made the move back to Syria, where there was a high potential of him coming in and just didn't fit the, you know, didn't work out at West Ham and, and off he went back to, to Syria. So be careful with kind of, again, do your research, collect, you know, and, and, and watch these guys play, you know, kind of take a look at them. Don't take my word for it, but I'd love to know, you know, kind of the, the new players coming in from other leagues, who are you most excited about? And finally, 
we could not start a new Premier League season without a few predictions. So here are my predictions. It pains me to say it. It does. It pains me to say this. But, you know, with Vardial and with some of the, the movement, and I don't think Manchester City is done yet in the transfer window, they are just so incredibly good. I think it will be a two-horse race. I really, really do. Uh, but I think it's going to come down to just the experience. Again, Arsenal had made huge strides going forward last year. I, I really I, – I hope with all my heart that I'm wrong. But I think Manchester City will will just be able to squeak out and edge out because of the defense this year, because their ability to to stop goals and score. Again, I think their 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 goal their their goals are going to come in, and that's not going to be a problem. But I think with Vardial, their defense could could take another step forward. Uh, leaving Arsenal at second, still think they made some great ads. Uh, but Liverpool, I think, is going to make the, the biggest pull forward. Liverpool, I think, with McAllister, they still got a little bit of work to do in a transfer window with with a midfield. Maybe they get Levy from Southampton. I don't know. That could be a, a Chelsea move as well. Uh, there's, a, there's a new kind of rumor going out there. We'll have to wait and see what happens there. But I think with uh, Darwin Nunez, Cody Gakpo, Mo Salah, I think with another year together, they do really, really well and could do some great things up there up front. Uh, and they still got some some great uh, some background with with Virgil Van Dijk. They've got plenty of of experience back there as well. And I do think with Rasmus Hoyland, I do think he has a pretty good year. But not just that. I think with the the Mason Mount move, Bruno Fernandez, you still got uh, plenty of firepower with Rashford. Manchester United, I think, is poised to have another good year. And I didn't even mention Newcastle here. I think they'll be fighting for a spot as well. Uh, and, and it's just going to be a great year. I hope that you guys are ready. I am so excited, so ready to go. Give me your predictions. Who do you think is going to win the league? That's what I want to know. Who do you think is your number one? Is it City? Is it Arsenal? Is it someone else? If you've made it this far, thank you so much. Thank you for everybody who reached out and, and asked about the episode uh, that kind of got missed because of the national. So thank you for that. Again, thank you for all of your questions, all of your comments uh, in the videos. If you have any questions, leave them in the comments below or simply just DM me. I'm Andrew at St. Croix Cards. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Slap Stocks FC show, and we'll see you all again soon. Thanks a lot.